Hi, I'm Zach, and welcome to the IB Voices podcast. In today's episode, join Terry Linton, mathematics teacher and curriculum director for the Beanstalk Education Group in Beijing. He's here to talk about the enhancements in the middle years program mathematics curriculum and how schools can get ready for the proposed changes. So without further ado, here's what you need to know for your MYP maths classroom. Terry, welcome to the podcast. Hi, everybody. Hey, it's great to have you here. I wonder if you could start by giving us a quick overview of your background and where you teach. I'm Terry Linton. I'm a Canadian. I've been living and teaching internationally since 2006. I've been teaching in the IB programs for the last 12 years, and I mostly teach mathematics, but I've also taught sciences. I'm the curriculum director for the Beanstalk Education Group in Beijing, China. I'm also a workshop leader for the IB and a school visiting team member. Fantastic. Well, today we're going to focus on your mathematics expertise. IB World Schools are looking forward to a number of enhancements for teaching coming up in September of this year or January of 2021. If we focus on MYP mathematics, can you tell us how you've been involved in the curriculum review so far? Well, Ken, I was on the roundtable for the development of the subject-specific seminars. Those are SSSs are used to launch any changes or revisions to a guide in the IB programs. And essentially, we looked at the changes from the curriculum review together with the global session guidelines. We created activities and tasks to put together in the workshop for the SSS. And correct me if I'm wrong, I think you've also been looking at how we plan to provide upskilling for IB educators who are going to lead the subject-specific seminars for MYP Maths? Sure. So I led an online upskilling for a select group of mathematics workshop leaders, and quite frankly, they represent the finest mathematics minds in all of the Asia-Pacific. And so they're getting ready to deliver these subject-specific seminars as am I. So the activities, the discussions, and the dialogues that we conducted together really blew me away, Uh, but they added a dimension to my own thinking, such as a shift that needs to take place in regards to who we're teaching and, and, and what the basic point is. As well, we developed more clarity in understanding the new standards and practices and possibly the reasons on the way they were transformed the previous iteration. And we also took a look at the coherence between the standards and practices and the new guides. Well, as you've been looking at all of those different things, is there a particular enhancement in MYP mathematics that you might single out as particularly exciting or interesting to you? Well, unlike the diploma program guides, the new guide for MYP mathematics is a, is a revision or an update. So there are some elements in there that are going to be the same. And I'd just like to say that all of this information is in the curriculum review. So educators could go online to my IB and find this in the curriculum review. But the things that have me really excited is the focus on reasoning. So the idea is, is first they've changed the names of the branches of mathematics. They went from number to numerical and abstract reasoning. Algebra is now thinking with models. So it's that those shifts that when we take a look at those is that it's that reasoning that allows those students to detect patterns, to identify relationships, to analyze situations and to solve problems. And that's really at the core of what mathematics is. 
Well, you mentioned the things that the students are going to find different, and of course that's just one leg of the triad that we're always trying to satisfy. IB programs look at the needs of students, of teachers, and schools. Do you see the new enhancements addressing all three of those interests? Absolutely. Well, it's definitely going to require teachers to think about their own views on mathematics and Perhaps it may allow them to inspire them to remind themselves on why they got into teaching and mathematics in the first place. The toolbox also gives students an opportunity to develop the idea of utilizing the power and beauty of mathematics, and that's quite exciting. But the stratified framework and the addition of the stratified framework and the division of that into standard, extended, and enrichment is really going to help schools in their curriculum mapping. So thinking about exactly what they need to do to take a look at the prior learning list and moving that mapping into the primary years and then mapping right through the MYP right into DP, it's going to give them just so much of a better way of taking a look at their entire math program and how they're meeting the needs of their students. Well, that's great. I'm gonna have you look now into your crystal ball, make a few guesses. When the new guide comes out, what questions do you think schools are going to have about implementing the upgraded program? People are going to really want to know about the difference between standard, extended, and enrichment in the new skills framework. They're going to want to know is that do we have to cover off all of this material? They're going to want to know that you know I have a locally mandated curriculum in my country or in my school. Do I need to teach everything or how is it going to work? So when we're talking, when we're in these workshops and we're discussing these things with our teachers, the key thing is, is that these decisions are still up to the school. So the MYP is still a framework. It's meant to fit any curriculum that, that you need to provide to your students and to your community. So it's up to the school to do that. The only situation where you're going to be in where you really need to think about matching your curriculum to the topics in the new guide is if you are moving towards e-assessment. So if you're moving towards e-assessment, you really need to make sure you're preparing your students with the topics that are in the guide. Well, the new guide is coming out. It should be coming out first quarter of 2020 so it should be released um, quite soon as well the prior learning list is they are currently undertaking a curriculum review of the PYP mathematics skills framework so it should come out in conjunction with that but also look forward to the uh, PYP update coming through for mathematics um, and Will on-screen assessment change? So the idea is, is that the blueprint for the online screens assessment is going to remain the same. Uh, however, 2022 will be the first testing of the new topics. Well, one thing you didn't just mention was terminology. You caught my attention earlier when you talked about renaming so that algebra is no longer called algebra. <laughs> that sounds like a pretty big shift. Are we going to have to update everything that references the old terminology? Not necessarily, but when we're taking a look at how we're doing, so it's that thread of reasoning. And so algebra is still, of course, going to be in there. However, when we're taking a look at what exactly we're doing with algebra, so students need to develop the skills to be successful in algebra, so they'll learn all of those topics going through. But 
they also need to understand what the use of algebra is. So thinking with models is much more appropriate for discussion on what algebra is because it's going to require teachers to use models in a way that they're going to be used in real life. Whereas in the past, you may have gotten away with doing something a little bit more abstractly. Now it needs to be more concrete. Okay, that makes sense. Now, you've been involved primarily in looking at the guide and the program itself. Do you have any insight into program standards and practices? Is there any interplay or relationship between what's happening in the guide that reflects changes to standards and practices overall? Well, as, as a math teacher, I love the new standards and practices. Uh, the model is represented by a triangle, and who doesn't love triangles? Uh, so the triangle puts learning at the center, of course, and by dividing the triangle into more triangles, and math teachers love that. Um, but the idea is, is that learning is now at the center. In the past iteration of the program standards and practices, we looked at teaching through the angle of curriculum, and now we're looking at it through the angle of learning. And I believe that it allows students to be able to much more construct meaning through inquiry, action, and reflection. As well, the new standards and practices are taking inquiry-based learning, conceptual understanding, and moving that through all four programs. So it's going to be much easier to align our thinking across the schools in terms of our understanding of the continuum, but it also allows us to take a look at what we're doing in developing of the skills. So the reworking of the framework and the reworking of the guide to take a look at mathematical thinking, I believe it's a response to what thinking and learning actually is and what our responsibility is to develop it. So it's a little bit more explicit. There's an aspect of it that takes a look at developing lifelong learners, and that is our ultimate goal. Okay, there's obviously a lot still to come, and we're going to see the details when that new guide gets distributed. Do you have any advice or words of wisdom for schools to help them get ready now for the proposed changes? First off, come to a subject-specific seminar. Uh, that's where you're going to be able to discuss the changes to the guide with like-minded educators, and that will go a long way to getting your school ready for the changes in the guide. But barring that, Definitely plan for a complete curriculum review. Plan that in your school calendar in terms of how you're going to do that. Looking at the scope and sequence in the PYP, using that prior learning list, those will be critical to your success. And in your curriculum review, also please take a look at the standard and extended topics and aligning those with whatever curriculum standard that you are required to follow. So it's reasonably straightforward. Of course, there's going to be changes in unit plans that are going to be coming out with that focus on reasoning and thinking. Schools are also going to need to take a careful look at their approaches to learning or ATL planning charts and see how they're going to be teaching those thinking skills in their mathematics units. As well, there are two new related concepts in the MYP. So schools are going to need to have in their units an opportunity for students to understand really what approximation is and how to come up with meaningful approximations. As well, students will need to understand what validity is and how to validate something. So the thinking that goes into those will require some careful planning, 
but it also require us to really reflect on our own practice and ultimately as MYP or IB practitioners, reflecting on our own practice, looking for things to help us improve, looking for us to improve our own pedagogy and the new program standards and practices with the focus on approaches to teaching, I believe is really going to help us move forward as a community. There you have it, MY peers. For more details about the changes, check out the IB blog or sign up for the subject-specific seminars on IBO.org. Thank you, Terry Linton, for your time and insight, and thank you to Ken Malay for so masterfully conducting this interview. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for more stories from our students, schools, educators, and more.